Three, two, one. I do one more. Good, because I, I remembered psycho. to look at the camera. <laughs> oh, I didn't. The first one I was just looking I into the ether. At myself. <laughs> <laughs> Who is that girl? <laughs> Who is she? Who is that looker? <laughs> I will add to your gross like body noises. It's gross like cancer coughs. Do you have cancer, Jess? <laughs> no, but I cough like I do. Like my wheezes are my re- really terrifying. My- <laughs> Don't say it. <laughs> I. I sw- if this is your second time today doing it, I swear, say it. Now you have to say it. My dad had cancer. He didn't get better. <laughs> Welcome to Someone Else's Problem, the podcast, where you write in your questions for advice getting purposes, and we give you advice and, and musical theater, theater songs. songs. I'm Aaron Chalakian. And I'm Gassy Guess, a.k.a. Delaney Peterson. And we have a guest. We have a guest. We have guests. 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 And his name is Jess. Hey, that's me. Oh, that was a weird voice. That's you, Jess. Good job not saying anything until we introduced you. Oh, you're so smart. So look at what you did. We have a an extra not to like shit on our other guests, but we have an extra exciting guest. This is like really exciting because Jess isn't only like like. A really cool guy. He's also a fan. Like, he's a <laughs> fan of us. Like, this is a really big deal. So, so uh, this is Jess McAnally, and he has his own podcast called Musicals with Cheese. Yum. Where he talks. <laughs> I mean, like that. <laughs> it, it's kind of like that. It's fine. Yeah, it can be yummy. He's got a yummy show. <laughs> and what do you do on your show, Jess? Basically, it's a little different from yours, thank goodness, um, where we cover <laughs> a musical theater like topic or show once a week, and my co-host is not into musical theater, so it's hilarious to just watch him react to things that we are just so commonplace used to. Of course. What is the thing that he's been like most shook by in musicals? I hate that I use that word. Um, Probably Rent as a whole, and second is Dear Evan Hansen. <laughs> Did he like or not like He Dear hated Hansen. Dear Evan Hansen. Really? Oh, I didn't listen, listen to that, that episode. episode. I loved that episode i almost messaged you and then i didn't because i knew that we would have this moment i have never and also i've never seen dear evan hansen so like i feel like i'm i am biased when i say that like i don't like the story of the show i have seen it and i hate the story of the show okay good good that makes me feel better bananas after i saw it i spent like 10 minutes in the back room at my work, just like ranting about it to anyone who would listen. <laughs> I feel like I feel like it's such a white person problem. Like I, it, I don't know. I just it just feels gross. I to me. understand I why. Like having seen it, I understand why it won the awards that it did and why it resonates with people. I still don't think that it works for me, and I don't think that it's very good. And also, we've talked about on this show too that uh, we're not we don't we don't love Rent. What? I know. <laughs> Shocking. I mention it like every other episode. Like, yeah. I don't care about rent because that's honestly we how I feel. That. I understand why rent's important. Did you see the uh, video that I'm going to tell you about right now? Oh. Um, there's a there's an interview with the cast of Rent Live. And they're like, uh-huh. oh, s- like, give do the lyrics for La Vie Bohème. And no one can do it. And they finally, like, they get there. But they all start out like, oh, but, uh, and then that's not my part, so I don't know that part. Oh. And it's Fake embarrassing. Fan. But do you it's know who kills it? Do you know who surprisingly kills it? Of course, Jordan Fisher. No, Vanessa Hudgens. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes, yes. I love her. I don't. But she did. She did. I know I'll give you that. She has star quality. I'm just does saying, she? well, she, she was does. in Rent a thousand times before, where she, and oh. Neil Patrick Harris's directed Hollywood Bowl version of Rent, where there's, right. they replace it with an orchestra, so everywhere that there's supposed to be rock, you hear this giant piano and I'm, or no, this trumpet that just blares, like, the notes that a guitar usually would, and I'm like, what is this? Uh, we got way off track. Where are we? Oh, uh, I'm here. I think, I think we can <laughs> jump in. Jess into is in Michigan. Jess has his own podcast. He's he is also, also YouTube famous. <laughs> we just learned today. Yeah, like it's so weird to have your high school life plastered on YouTube for a lot of people to still talk about. Freaky, freaky Friday. <laughs> I don't. It's like Friday. It. it is Friday. Like we got to get down, as um, Rebecca Black get, once said. It's time to get down. Get get Friday. Friday. Friday.
getting down on Friday. And you thought that we were lame and only knew musical theater songs. So you're still right. (laughs) Friday, the musical by Rebecca Black. Starring Delaney Peterson, Jess McAnally, and Aaron Chalakian. If you want to look at Jess McAnally's YouTube, it's Musical Theater Lives. Jess, would you do us the honor of taking it away and reading our first question? Yes. Um, forgive me if I don't do question asker justice. Let me try my best. All um, right. I, we will not forgive you. We are actors here, so we might, and directors, so we might uh, give you some notes when you're done. Yep. That's fine. That's fine. As long as you're honest. Just be honest. All right. Always. <laughs> my gender pronouns are... <laughs> Can you please? Can you please oh, make that, that noise? Oh, the best thing that's ever happened. We have fun. All right, let's go back. Okay, take it away. My gender pronouns are he/him. There's a girl I work. There's a girl I work who touches me way too much, hugs me from behind, intentionally pressing her breasts against my back, asks me intensely personal questions. I should not be reading like this. Personal questions <laughs> about my sex life and relationships. States in front of my bosses and peers, if you weren't with your girlfriend, I'd totally date you. And a plethora of other things. I shouldn't have to worry about this stuff at work. I want to go to a manager, but it really... But is it really sexual harassment if a girl is doing these things to a guy? Yes, it is. Um, I worry they wouldn't take my concerns seriously. I want to start out by saying, Jess, you did wonderfully. Thank you so much for giving the line in quotes a character. <laughs> That's what we enjoy. That's what we strive for. You did wonderfully. Short answer? Yeah, like you already dropped this in. Yeah, the middle of the question, but yes, it's absolutely one hundred percent sexually har- sexual harassment, even if it's happening to you, a guy. No matter what you are or who you are, it's sexual harassment. Yeah, mm-hmm. if and you're it's... uncomfortable and they're making you uncomfortable, boom, bam. Yeah, th- answered sexual harassment. I mean, I think mo- not. I guess not all jobs now, but most workplaces have you like will often have like training on sexual harassment i know i had to attend that when i worked for the county they they made us do like a whole day of training and one of the little seminars was on sexual harassment and it was defined as like any unwanted sexual talk behavior or contact while you're at work or with a coworker. right um so if that if any of that that she's doing or saying is unwanted then yes it is sexual harassment but i understand that it is tricky because men are often not taken seriously when they come and i would say too if you're if you want to go to a manager maybe go maybe go above a manager and go to hr i don't know what kind of company you work for Mm -hmm. um but it a manager might not be able to do as much as the actual company can i don't want to go victim blaming at all but I did notice that there was never a conversation with the person doing this where... No, that's a great point. ...a statement of, I told her that this made me uncomfortable, and I understand that in those situations it is really hard to, like, make that stand because you're most of the time shell-shocked. I've been in very similar situations where you don't quite know how to respond, but... I think maybe before taking that step to a manager, um, talk to her face-to-face about how yeah this... even if it's not even if it's not like a personal conversation where it's like look let's talk even if it's just when she does those things you can say hey please don't hug me at work mm-hmm. like please don't touch me uh please don't say those things about my girlfriend please please don't, don't touch, touch me. me i almost recommend um, that song. no but I, I i completely agree with you i think that that's definitely a good first step only if you're if you feel comfortable with that yeah if you feel like she will listen to you and hear you and try to make changes if you already know that she is not or somebody... even even if you don't think that she's going to listen it 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 might help when going to somebody it might ha- help your case have already taken yeah. that first step it'll definitely help your case and i will also say if there's it i've said this before i will say it again anyone who is a potential homewrecker is dangerous <laughs> that sounds crazy and i know that sounds dramatic but it's really true like if she's already saying i would be i would do more if you didn't have a girlfriend i'd date you if you didn't have a girlfriend there's not much holding her back from making those moves uh i've witnessed it so so do what you can to make sure that you are you are comfortable mm-hmm. yeah and you're absolutely right you should not have to worry about this stuff at work no like, absolutely not That's nobody insane. should it's embarrassing so it's, it's terrible yes. exactly it's so it's it's mortifying especially if she's saying stuff like this in front of your bosses and peers that's just that's bad so you have every right but i get how that could make you shell-shocked and like afraid to like say anything like yeah I, i'm imagining myself in that situation and i'm getting like heart palpitations right of course it's and so especially uncomfy. because men are trained to 
enjoy women's advances and mm-hmm. to and they're kind of like oh dude but that's cool like you should take that as a compliment she likes you you know and i don't like that's not and the there's case. there's not i think when when women are sexually harassed there is an unspoken threat of potential violence yeah um and i think we don't really have that that thought as much it's not as obvious when yeah. it's a mm-hmm. woman sexually harassing a man uh we don't think well like she could you know she could get dangerous she could get you know violent right we don't really tend to think that because it's less likely it could still happen but it's much less likely yeah she might not um, kill you but she might make a move she might ruin your relationship or at yeah. least do something that would make it compromised yes but even if she doesn't it's still an uncomfortable work situation. It's not a. It's it's still highly unprofessional to begin with. Extremely. So that's what makes me think this is like a smaller place, like say a smaller company, like like a Taco Bell. Yeah, Taco Bell or something. Something where you now work. Even if you don't work at Taco Bell, you now work at Taco Bell. You work Bell. at Taco Bell. <laughs> it's official. And like I'm imagining and, her like, coming up behind you at Taco in Bell. The drive-through. <laughs> Oh, I'm so sorry. I was just thinking of, oh. thinking of like the most disgusting and invasive. You got that from dogfight. I'll let you. I did. Yeah. I'll let you into my crunch trap. Oh God, I'm done. I, I quit. <laughs> Bye, Jess. It's good having you. <laughs> On to the next. Just kidding. But um, but yeah. So I I would say if you can't go to a manager, go to a higher up. If you can't go to a higher up, definitely go to a manager. If you feel comfortable enough to talk to this person directly, talk to this person directly. Anything that you can do to be comfy again at work, do yeah. it. Yeah, and try and talk to HR if you guys have that. Be aware that HR's whole game is to protect the company. So if they don't do anything, that's because not like the company's not in enough danger for them to. Oh, gross body gross noises. Gross body noises. For them to like merit going out of their way to do something. Not always, but usually. I do see a similar situation that does worry me the more I'm like staring at this question, which is maybe the worst that she'll get is a talking to and then you just have this really awkward tension between you guys afterwards. Like there's that fear as well. Yeah, but it's not like they need to be friends. But if you're working in a close space with one another, I get that fear. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it, it can be really stressful to, you know be at work at taco bell and i get that apprehension of being afraid to tell people these things because you're afraid there won't be enough retribution to like of course and that sucks yeah it's and it's she probably won't get fired Mm. you know if and that's what sucks about yeah and honestly the same thing would happen if this was a girl and somebody was a man was harassing her he probably would not get 100 exact same thing yeah so i i do understand why you think that uh, you wouldn't be taken seriously but try your best to know that you deserve to be yeah and either way this this behavior and the situation needs to end so um yeah uh, please start telling her please don't touch me by Fight Megan <laughs> for your right to party to to be taken seriously. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and to live in a touch-free zone. Songs. Songs. I'm involved. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's here. He's involved. <laughs> All right. Um, I can go first on this one. Do it. Um. Oh, can I? Okay. So I picked again. This is the same song I picked for the first episode. Almost the same situation. I picked. Is this what you call love from passion? That's mine. That's, are you kidding me? I have a backup, so don't freak. So we're good. Okay, okay. You have a backup. I also have a backup, honestly, because um, I thought that might be somebody else's pick because we've talked about it before. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's. It, I picked it because it is specifically a man talking to a woman. A lot of the rejection songs are from women and they're usually like, you're a jerk. You cheated on me. Get out and stay out. <laughs> So I was looking for something specifically about a man. So we could be like, yes, this happens to men too. They have to uh, deflect unwanted attentions and reject people. Absolutely. So yeah, is this what you call love from passion? And then my backup is So Long Deary from Hello Dolly. Uh, uh-huh. Specifically the Carol Channing version. Because apparently Carol because Channing Carol said... Channing. Yeah, and apparently she said that this was the biggest fuck you song in musical theater. Oh, so yeah so just like listen to carol channing sing the biggest fuck you song in musical theater and like what's not to like a about big old fucking <laughs> <laughs> i picked a secretary is not a toy from how to succeed in business without really trying a secretary is not you know you know it you you know it if you don't now you do because i just sang all of it because it's just that <laughs> over and over but this song 
is is written about a woman but you can flip it and it can be the same kind of thing like you're not a toy you're not a taco bell employee a is taco not bell employee is not a toy no mind you know so i it, you're not the same things that that boss even though later on in the show he's the one that gets fired because he treats her like a toy the same things that he says apply to you as well like you're not a toy you're not something that she can just fawn over all day so yeah yeah that's my song choice so there okay just what's your backup all right so my first choice was this is what you call love which i stated Mm -hmm. before and i'm just gonna say two backups because i just thought of one as you were talking oh so the first backup is just my general opinions of the situation and it's that girl's bad news from 13 (laughs) yeah an applause for Jess. Love it. You're a natural. Because <laughs> I'm just like, that's all I was thinking about as I'm reading. That girl's bad news. She she bad, bad news. Yeah. Man. You Do you want to um, sing a little bit of that? No, I do not. <laughs> <laughs> I know just enough of that song to know the title. That's fair. Okay, that's, that's fair. all we need. Yeah. I yeah. will sing latter ones, I promise, but not okay. that okay, one okay, I don't okay, know. Okay, 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 Good. Okay, okay. And my no backup doubt, one doubt. is... I'm not sure if you guys said, like, like I know you guys have done the songs that weren't strictly from a musical, but from musical theater. Yeah, of course. Yeah, of um, course. This one is from La- Laura Osnes's cabaret show, and it's called Femini. Femininity? Femininity? Yeah. Femininity. Okay, Femininity? Yeah. I've never heard that. I've never heard it, but I'm excited to listen. Um, I'm trying to find a good quote. Femininity, femininity. I guess I'm overblessed with femininity. I want the family life, woman's career, but all I get is a prince on the rear. <laughs> oh, I need to listen to this song like yesterday. Femininity, femininity just seems to bring out basic masculinity there's only one thing they want and that's understood i tell them i shouldn't they tell me i should there must be other ways to make a man feel good all i do is simply stand there all at once i feel a hand there begging for my femininity (gasps) oh i've been torn to pieces like i'm so angry like i wasn't sure if that counted as like a musical theater song and i was like no no no, that's perfect laura osna sang it so like let's Mm -hmm. so it counts we're gonna count it yeah second question is it starts, I love Jess. I can't wait for him to be on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope yeah. I, I'm disappointing right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's doing wonderfully. And the, and the real part of the question is, my boyfriend and I have been together for a year, and recently I learned some things about his previous relationship that made me uncomfortable. Nothing sexual, just personal, and it made me feel less of an important part of his life despite him insisting otherwise. He never lied. When I asked point blank about it, he told the truth and apologized for any miscommunication, but for some reason I feel betrayed nonetheless. Am I crazy for this? I think the the, the answer to that question is always no. No. You're never crazy for feeling things yeah crazy in general is like no yeah i have been in this situation too though i i don't do well with pasts i which i need to get better at that but i always i'm always like oh well they how are they supposed to love me if they've loved someone else and that's Mm. just and i think that comes with with the whole like trust issues and abandonment issues that i have where it's like oh well well i how am i better than the person they loved before me you know and that does not have to be sexual at all It it has to do with like oh well they got them this huge elaborate gift for whatever Mm-hmm. And they must have cared for that person so much. I can't I can't imagine them ever doing that for me or, you know. So I don't think you're crazy at all. I do think that that's something that you need to find, find where the base is of that. So like I said, I'm sure that comes from these issues I have. I think you need to dig deep and find out where th- those problems are actually rooted in. And I think that'll help you a lot to look at it and and find the real problem. The real base of it, not blaming him. Feel your emotions like those are important. Express them. And then eventually, the more you talk, you're going to realize that's the same person that was there before, no matter what. Yeah. He's the same person that he was beforehand. It's just now you have more information. It might color him differently, but it's the same. Yeah. And it can be hard to get information Mm -hmm. about somebody a year into dating them rather than like... Rather yeah. than like a couple weeks, you know, it can be disorienting um, because now you have to like adapt what you like, how you see that person. But be aware that how you see that person is only your perception. It's not everything that they are as a person. So you have yeah. to like accept that you're still going to be you're still getting to know them. And if you didn't know, yeah. <laughs> getting to know all about, about you. Get it? <laughs> wow, we got to bring Jess on more. 
<laughs> just so we can do that. And yeah, we need a com- we need to like he sing the songs and you can be like the accompanist. <laughs> you can be our beatboxer. Um, can you beatbox Jess? Can you beatbox Jess? I am from Detroit, so boots and cats and boots and cats and boots. <laughs> no, but I, I also agree and I think to relationships are hard. Take your take your boyfriend at at his word. He didn't lie. He apologized for the miscommunication, told the truth. Um, it sounds like he wants, you know, he wants you to feel comfortable with this information. He doesn't want you to feel like you're not an important part of his life. I don't want to say, like, it's not his fault for things that happened in his past. Because, like, obviously, we've all made choices and we face yeah. consequences for them. It's not that it's not his fault. Mm-hmm. But um, it, he can't change it now, I yeah. guess, is what I'm saying. He can't go back and make anything different. I, I will say, too, we don't have a lot of information on yeah. what exactly this right. thing is. So if it's like, he murdered my sister. <laughs> it's not sexual, but I'm a little upset about it. It's like, okay. I, I feel like it's like, from the way it's worded, it's like, you told your ex's super personal thing about your life, and I thought I was the only one that knew it. Like, that's the kind of vibe I'm mm, getting from okay, it. Okay, yeah. Some, yeah. Whether I'm reading into where that. where it seems like, letter writer, I don't want you to think that we're reading into it. But, um, but that, I mean, that kind of thing does make sense where it's just something that the ex got that you didn't or something that that you should have gotten sooner is what it seems like so i think also a conversation of like let's make sure this doesn't happen again you know talking to talking to your your boyfriend and just saying what can we do to make sure that i don't feel this way again yeah what do you need to tell me now yeah Mm -hmm. and and every i think you already said every relationship is different yeah so don't don't compare your relationship to his past relationships. And the longer you're together, the more the stronger your relationship is going to be, hopefully, like yeah. ideally. And you're going to have things in that relationship that maybe his exes didn't. I will um, say, too, every relationship is different, but every love is different. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. people love people very differently. Some relationships are very are physical kinds of relationships and very and like the love really depends on the physicality and some are intelligent you know it's all about the intelligence and the intelligence behind your guys's relationship and stuff like that so you just have to make sure that whatever it is maybe it's just different than yours but that doesn't mean that it's bad not better or worse just different songs (laughs) he beat us to it he beat us to our own game (laughs) you're so good jess you want to go oh actually aaron i guess go first on this one it's my turn it's her turn so i picked i'll be here from ordinary days i talk about ordinary days a lot actually in this musical if you have not listened to it yet or don't know about it a woman and her boyfriend who have been together for a while the boyfriend wants to move in with her and she is struggling with it she she can't really fathom getting rid of some things and making room for him and he finally moves in and then he proposes to her and she leaves like she hops in a taxi and books it because she can't handle it and then in this song she tells him why she's been so weird and the reason is she was engaged before and he died so this whole song is her explaining her love with this past guy and the way she found out that he had passed away and the way that they met and the way that they, you know, basically their entire life story. So it's kind of that same world of she cared so much about him and that's why she can't get rid of the things, but she still loves this new guy and wants to make it work. But it's hard to make it work when you have so much past emotion Mm -hmm. and no part of her is malicious toward this new guy, it's all just, I need you to know this so that you understand me more. So she's telling him all of this out of love because she does love him and she does want to marry him and she does want all of this to work. But it is difficult. But this musical has two different storylines and listen to the storyline where it's Hunter Foster's storyline. He's the he's the dude that proposes to her. So look, at, look into that. That's a perfect fit. All right, Jess, what's yours? Mine is from one of my current obsessions, 36 Questions, and the song is The Truth. Have either of you heard that musical? No. Teach us. We both looked at our at the computer like, huh? It's a podcast musical, and huh? it's incredible. Like, it's wonderful. I love it so much. It has Jonathan Groff and Jesse Shelton, <laughs> and it's just them throughout the entire thing, and it's done through voice memo. And they tell the story, and it's this couple, like, they, they were married for a year, And halfway through the marriage, um, the husband, Jace, realizes that she lied about who she was, her name, and all that. And he kind of has a breakdown and divorces. And she's, like, trying to win him back by, like, let's reenact our first date as I am now. 
and all that. So throughout it, he realizes, yeah, you told that one big lie, but that didn't mean the emotions that we felt was not its own form of truth. Wow. And that's the arc of the musical, like not spoiling anything, but that is the basic and structure of the show and full disclosure i am casual friends with the composers because i'm currently working uh, oh jess can name drop too oh look at jess he knows people too i'm working at live in la to know people i'm working on a video essay about 36 questions because i'm like that obsessed with it and <laughs> i interviewed them and one composer chris lither is helping me um with a big project like he's basically been a really kind mentor to me he's a really nice guy oh my gosh guys That's so cool our guest is so cool <laughs> um but either way this song is about just the truth and the idea of truth and how it doesn't change things and like the truth is the truth doesn't exist black and white and sometimes two sides can both be right the truth is that you will never really know that's ugh, you guys picked such perfect okay, i gotta songs. say though it's a little interesting coming from someone who's been lied to a lot <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I understand where what they're going for. But if I heard that after being lied to, I'd be like, ah, uh, it is black and white because you lied. So, so yes, I agree and I like it, but I'm mad about it still. Um, as you should. And even in the context of the show, there's very much that side of it. This song takes place with a bunch of hindsight, years of hindsight. Gotcha, 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 okay. gotcha. Okay. All right, Delaney. So you guys both picked super, like, nuanced picks, and I went just, like, really basic and boring. Burn from Hamilton, because this is my ultimate, like, betrayal song. Yeah. I'll, like, belt this out. I sang While sobbing so (laughs) much after my breakup. Well, that's fair, because... I'm sorry to interrupt you about Burn. I think it's time that I reveal my secret identity. Oh. What? Um... I have tried to infiltrate this show from the inside. I am very dedicated to being the Kibby Gibbler of this show, so I will admit that I am the LinkedIn guy. Oh, I and like we can't put that on the show because then it breaks everything apart. But no, come on, put it on the show. Keep it on. Okay, we're the man it. wants to be famous. He, he wants. He wants to be a star. He wants to be a star. <laughs> <laughs> cancer cough. Cancer cough. Cancer cough. We're allowed it. to talk about cancer because Delaney's dad had it. That's right. My dad died of cancer. That sounds awful, Jesse. You okay? <laughs> Yeah, I'm fine. This is the first podcast where uh, one of the one of the hosts died during the podcast. <laughs> We're going down in history, folks. <laughs> Three days later, like okay. Just so the- let's, let's Delaney talk about burn. Please, um, please I, talk about I burn. I feel like everybody knows Hamilton. I'm so sorry for recommending it because I know everybody's sick of Hamilton. But burn is still a good song, and burn is burn still is, burn will always be a good song. Yeah, and it, it has all the has the entire journey of and a Philip betrayal. Does such a good job. Yes, it's a beautiful song to belt out when you're by yourself and want to cry. One time, I actually wrote all the lyrics to it in a journal. Just yeah, because I was feeling it, and it wasn't even like a boyfriend or anything like that. I just you know like something yeah, just, happened and I felt betrayed and I like wrote all the lyrics to burn in my journal and it was therapeutic so listen to burn I once did a short short music video to burn like for one of my <gasps> classes and like as soon as it played like it w- was well received and they're like did you write that song and I was like <gasps> no did you say yes no you should have said I yes I cannot take credit for brilliance like that all right next question Next question. So, I am a junior in high school, and I recently went through a really bad breakup with my ex. It was awkward enough, but after we had the heated relationship ending talk, I accidentally farted really freaking loud. I never farted in front of him before in the entire relationship, (laughs) and I ended it by breaking that barrier. Sure, we laughed about it and moved on, but now... I'm sitting here terrified that he's going to tell everyone at school about this. What can I do to help the situation? I don't want to be called a gassy Gus at school. I don't think <laughs> I don't think he would be mean enough to do that, but you never know. Help! I, I feel like it's it's fair to say this now that we have you on the show, Jess, but before, you were our favorite question, the LinkedIn guy. That was our favorite. I think this has supplanted it. I think this might be my favorite. I still, I will say... 
LinkedIn guy is still my favorite because I got to say weenie so That's many true. times. <laughs> but this is definitely second. Yeah. Because we get to talk about farting. Farts, which is also gross body noises. Yes. Oh, that's true. You came to the right people. <laughs> yeah, you came to the right people about your gross body noises. I, I regret that this is a podcast because you're missing the discovery moment for Delaney. It's like, oh, oh that's true. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You did come. You came to the right people. You're so right. <laughs> so some context for like the recording of this podcast. We are in a video chat, but like Jess doesn't have his vi- his like video on. So we can't see him, but he can see us. So, so we're just. He could. What if he's like not Jess McAnally, but he's. <laughs> He's not pretending to be. So we're talking to the wrong person this whole time. And just Malcolm Alley from Musical Theater. It's like, hey, I can't wait to be, be on like, the show. Going to be like, hey, uh, are you ready to record? <laughs> so back to answering your question. I'm going to be honest. Rough, yeah. Man. I'm so sorry. About, so sorry about your breakup. I'm going to say, I'm so sorry, but he might tell people. That might happen mostly because here it might not even be mean and it might not even be mean spirited and if and it might also though like it yeah. might be like oh my god yeah she broke up with me but then she farted cuz i mean <laughs> you guys said you laughed about it and moved on so that's all Which is good. fine yeah um but <laughs> like that's a funny thing to have happen at the end of a breakup yeah. that might be i mean i hope to god he's not a comedian cuz that might end oh, up in his set no. but if he's not maybe he'll just tell a, a trusted friend and they'll it laugh could just about be it. a funny story, like that you tell, or yeah. even if you beat him to the punch at it, like that might even be better. You own that story, exactly, exactly. Own that story. You get to tell that story. Honestly, I think that's what you should do. Like if you show up at school and you're like, "Dude, Chad and I broke up," <laughs> but guess what? Freaking happened. I was breaking. We were all serious. Everything was going fine, and I farted. Like that's ev- like everybody farts. It's an like, and you went and it like everyone's a little bit gassy sometimes how long were you together it doesn't say say. okay so you went the entire relationship without farting in front of him like that's it's not like he broke up with you because you were farting too much yeah (laughs) so like i mean that's true i mean that's also you should if you've been together like let's say you've been together for like a year to three years and you can be like i went an entire year to three years (laughs) without farting in front of him I'm skilled until I did, and that was when I broke up with him. <laughs> Just flip it into the conversation, dude. You should become a stand-up. Uh, yes, should be you should be. You should. Yeah. Okay. We found your new career. You are now a comedian. You're welcome. We've written half your set for you. Just half play this. Press play on this. Second set. Stand on stage with the lights on you, and then just press play and have this question. How much do we think of ourselves? <laughs> um. Not very highly, surprisingly. <laughs> Surprising, that's true. Yeah. Right? Oh, woof. Woof. Uh, but yeah, no, I really do think that owning this story first will help, especially if it's like a calm breakup. Like if you guys aren't fighting. Like not and, talking or yeah. like fainting or like anything like that. That might I be. I mean, it says it's a bad breakup, so I'm curious what that means. Yeah. I, it sounds like it was it was emotionally bad, but if mm. they were able to like laugh over it, I don't know. That I guess that's not necessarily that's true. You can laugh point. with people that you're not, you know, good with. But um, the idea that I got was like, and also you say you don't think he's mean enough to like call you a gassy gust or tell the story like spread it around. Also, so. it's high school, so like anyone that doesn't seem mean is probably mean <laughs> it's true people are mean in high school like no matter what i was nice in high school high but school, like, right? even i was mean in high school i was like school? extremely judgy yeah junior in high school ah. i was accidentally mean most of the time high school in general sucks so but you're almost done you're, you're so yeah close. you're almost out of there and also junior high and school then you can... junior high school Ju- that too that sucks too but junior year is the hardest year because senior year is a joke after junior year so you're you are done yeah. i mean i was homeschooled so i would get out of here you and your Dead dad. Was junior year hard for homeschool? Um, I don't remember, honestly. I don't remember much about my junior or senior years. Does it blur together, like, when you're in homeschool? Yeah, since it, it is does. Kind of like... It for sure does. I never even called myself, like, a junior or a senior. You were just like, I've got a couple years left. I could quit now, at, at like, honestly, if I wanted to. <laughs> you're still being homeschooled? Just kidding. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, <laughs> technically people who take online college courses are homeschooled. Homeschooled. Ah, suckers. <laughs> but, you know what I mean. <laughs> anyway. Songs! Songs! <laughs> oh, I started with the last one. No, I didn't. No, Sorry. you Hold didn't. 
Liar. All right, I've got uh, two. Um, I've got a normal and a backup. Okay. Perfect. My first one is That Makes Me Hot from Now Hear This. <laughs> okay. I love having Jess on because he's... I, half of these I don't know, and I love it. He's just better at this. I think so, too. You want to take over? <laughs> no, no. You guys don't he know... He said no, but he means yes. You guys... I'm the Kimmy Gibbler of the show. I am not the DJ Tanner. Don't, hey! don't make me take on more. Wait. <laughs> Which of us is DJ Tanner? You're both Stephanie. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, that hurt. But that was great. You're good at this. Okay, continue. You guys know title of the show, don't you? Of course. Yeah. Yeah, this is by the same people. And now you're going to make me pull up the lyrics. I was hoping you guys would know this. You have too much faith, my good sir. It's basically about like those horrible, awkward moments in life that they describe as hot, like where your face just becomes Mm -hmm. red and miserable. Uh, (laughs) <laughs> there's literally lyrics for every other song except for that one fuck you jesse so yeah it's basically about those horrible moments um and they give like these really cringy examples of like ranging from like i've got crabs to like um this one time i ran to the auditorium and like i knocked a girl's prosthetic leg out <gasps> like yeah, it, I... it gets crazy that's hilarious well it's it, we will try and add it to our spotify playlist so if you are listening right now go check it out yes that is a great song but now for my backup song in case like that one didn't work out because it obviously didn't um and that is my unfortunate erection from my 25th annual putnam erection. Sto- very good yes because that i know it's not an erection my but it's the basic same flatulence. feeling <laughs> it's the same feeling like when something unfortunate happens and just kind of ruins everything yeah <laughs> quit it <laughs> get off my yeah game okay Is it my turn? Yes. All right. So I picked The Little Things You Do Together from Company. (laughs) Oh, my God. Because, listen. Listen. The the Little Things You Do Together is all about the the dumb daily mundanities of married life and relationships. And, uh, I mean, I just feel like gross body noises fall under that category. It's not a perfect fit like, like Jess's are, but... It's still the little things you do together, do together, do together, but make perfect relationships. I mean, obviously you're broken up now, but I mean, just going forward, know that you're fine, you're normal, own it, laugh yeah, at yourself. Whatever. It's fine. That's, I mean, that's good that's, advice any day. And laugh that's at the yourself. most important advice I would give to like most high schoolers. Just like learn how to laugh at yourself. Oh, I'm sitting here just like hunched over and my shoulders are like up to my ears. I picked the awkward pause from first, first date. date. I'm glad that you guys give that show so much love. I, like, it I'm, love so, uh, I'm so sad that it's not on Spotify because I can't add any of the songs. Well, we're going to riot. Um, <laughs> but that song always gets to me because it, it was all going okay. Now you don't know what to say because you thought that you were being clever, but you came off just as dumb as ever. You should just run for the door. You've played out this scene before and you're stuck in a slew of hems and haws. It's so awkward. This awkward fart. I just changed that just a little bit. But um, but yeah, I think that really plays into this whole thing just kind of plays into an awkward moment between someone that you care about you know that just just like where you're just beating yourself over the head where you're just like why why am i like this or why do these things happen uh also it's just that musical man it's good yeah also just going back to the advice portion for just a second no i think it, you, you missed could your chance aaron <laughs> i think you could also argue for the fact that like <laughs> what are you gonna do are you gonna hit stroke me? your hair <laughs> stroke your hair <laughs> um you could argue for the fact that you were like going through like an emotional thing and that that was maybe like releasing some like pent up <laughs> no don't do that <laughs> don't do not do that <laughs> don't be like look that was an angry fart i was angry and it was all built up and i let it go don't do that you're not a I doctor mean, you, could. you don't know maybe well it's just showing the like you could just use it as the sign of respect i held this in for three years because i respected you I re- listen this is- listen <laughs> i have so much respect for you and you obviously don't have any for me and because you farted at least two times so we were dating i finally let it go yeah, that's a good question. How many times did he fart? Maybe you yeah. can spread it around like he's a gassy guy. Yeah, if he brings up the fact that you farted once, 
You can be like, oh, yeah, well, here are all the times he farted. Here's the receipts. Not to play like that horrible gender stereotypes, but for some reason, it does seem like more taboo for a girl to be the one farting. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it absolutely is. That's unfair. I was in a relationship for two years and I didn't fart once in front of him. No way. Congratulations. That's awesome. One time I did fart and I was so scared that he was awake and he wasn't. The best relationships are competitive about it. (laughs) Aw, that's sweet. There's this TV show that Timmy and I love to watch and it's called Letter Kenny. And one of the episodes, they start a thing called Fart Book where it's Facebook, but instead of sharing pictures, you share farts. So watch that because that might make you feel better because these people celebrate their farts. So uh, we have one more question Last question. Jess. Read it. Oh, that's me. That's me. That's your name. Yeah. I'm not stolen because I need to get it up again. Of course not. Let's go. We don't do that here. Never. Professionals. I'm always open. (sighs) Aaron's always got it together. Always. All right. I'm getting opportunities in life, but I feel like I'm leaving my friend behind who has similar dreams. They are simply terrified of being seen as a bad artist and don't pursue what they need to, to move ahead. How can I help support them without their negativity holding me back to? What a good question. Yeah. For real. For real. Especially in the the pivotal turning point of your life slash career slash whatever. It's so hard to have someone that has the same goal and dream as you. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I just need to take a deep breath, but yeah, I turned it into like a heavy sigh. Here it is. It's a moment. Uh, um. But I I will say that having someone that has the same goal as you doesn't mean that they have to reach the goal at the same time as you. I do think, though, that if somebody has the same goal as you and they do nothing but radiate negativity, that you do have to start making you're making a decision of them or your career Mm -hmm. because you can't choose both. You can't have someone around you that wants the same thing as you, but is nothing but negative Mm -hmm. because you, that negativity will latch onto you. It will. Even if you're like, no, no, it won't. I'll be fine. I'll be fine. You won't be. It's going to latch on. That's what negativity does. Yeah. I had so many like good thoughts about this question before we started recording. Written in your notebook that you left yep, at home? Yep, written in my notebook that I left at home. Just always be aware that other people's success does not mean your failure and try to explain that to them as well. That is something that's really hard to learn, but they have to learn to be happy for your success and enjoy their own and know that everything has its way and if it works out, it works out. Um, if it doesn't, it's not because you're lesser or anything like that. And I know it's hard to deal with that when you've got a friend and to explain that to them. But sometimes the good friends have to tell the hard shit. I found this quote on Instagram the other day and it says, you will never be criticized by someone who is doing more than you. You will only be criticized by someone doing less. That's really true. And that is, I needed that so much. And it's it's true. Someone doing more than you is never going to be going to criticize you. Or I mean, if they do, then they've got their own issues. But someone doing less than you will always criticize you because they're... They're insecure in what they're doing and and they will always want to be. Or they're looking at it from a theoretical standpoint. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, so. Sorry. that I like picked my nose right in front of your face. <laughs> I got like an itch and I was like, ah. <laughs> we were making direct eye contact while I stuck my finger. It was romantic. I saw it. It was like I was watching a movie. <laughs> like Lady in the Tramp. It was a moment and we all felt it. Um, gross body noises and gross body things. Um, but yeah, I, I, we said this during the LinkedIn question, Jess. Um, but, but it's not, it's not, being an artist is so hard. I don't know. You say similar dreams. So I'm assuming you're an artist because I am one, but I will say that being in the same career as someone else is really hard because if you constantly treat each other as competition, then you're you're already writing yourself off as someone who's yeah. going to succeed. And succeed in this day and age. There are there are more than one. There's more than one path to succeeding. I think more so than you have to de- in, define what success means. Yeah, to you. because like there's there's just there's so much more available and there's more out there and there's more creative mediums now more than ever. Like there's. Um, Oh man, I was going to rattle off a bunch of things and I forgot what all of them are. Of course. But, like it, if you're a writer, there's lots of ways that you could be a uh, be a, a successful writer. Yeah. They're just a bunch of different mediums of the same thing. 
So you just have to find out where your path is and where yeah, it might not necessarily it might not be, be the same them. as the other like, person. So to give an example of like acting, you might be getting opportunities in. I'm not saying you're an actor. I'm just saying like two people who are actors. One might be interested in doing film acting, and one might be interested mm-hmm. in doing theatrical work the person doing film might be getting more opportunities because they might be you know in the right location they're putting themselves in the right places and meeting the right people and maybe you're having a harder time like the other person's having a harder time breaking into the theatrical world because they're different industries even though they're the same thing it's the same kind of thing too like let's say let's say real estate Mm -hmm. right you could be a commercial real estate person or you could be an industrial real estate agent you know there's there are so many different fields in the same field. There are d- every field grows different crops. <laughs> That's so <laughs> wise. That work? That's I mean, I think so. I mean, yeah, yeah let's go with it. With it. Yeah. But they're they're Confucius just Confucius say. Ew, I hate myself. <laughs> Confucius say, ew, I hate myself. <laughs> Probably That's my epitaph. I'm tweeting that later. <laughs> um, but yeah, so bleh. Bleh. I honestly, I was so articulate about this in my own brain, you know, yeah, like driving here. I like had like, uh, I was the best. I remember what I was going to say. Okay, so (gasps) she found it. Opportunities can be uh, in the in creative fields can be about luck and being in the right place at the right time. So it could it could be that you had better luck, better timing at one point Mm -hmm. um, and got those opportunities and maybe they won't they won't get those same opportunities. So they have to put themselves out there more and you might have to tell them that if they express resentment or envy or anything like that you might have to say like here's how you can put yourself out there here's what i did to put myself out there if you ever i I think it's a quote from i think lin-manuel miranda said this to uh who you know (laughs) the guy (laughs) ponytail oh 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 oh, ponytail right um and who's the guy who played um christopher jackson yes i think he said to him he's like hey i've got a job you've got a job so like that's why he yeah. puts him in everything because yeah. he like, they're they're friends. So like when he has well that's work I, for him. He I was gives just him that work. I was just the first AD on Jimmy and Sarah who is who are on our Fresmo episode. I was just the first AD on their on their film shoot because they needed someone and they called me one mm-hmm. day and they knew that I would be great at it even though I've never done it before mm-hmm. and it went swimmingly. Yeah. But that's the thing is is if you have friends that you know are capable of something. And are willing to make those make and take those risks, then that's that's beautiful. But if this is a friend that that is not willing and will not do the things they need to do, you can't let them stick around because all they'll do is compare yeah. your success to their inability. Yeah. But what I was going to say is, if you have the, ab- the ability or opportunity to not necessarily recommend them from for an opportunity that you receive, but to send them some luck opportunities yeah. yeah so if you say hey I'm, I'm working on this thing i'd love your help with or like i think you'd be good for this if you ever have that opportunity do try to reach out to them it's not because it's your responsibility because you're not responsible oh. for their career or their success or their their like level of fulfillment um but just if you are if you think of them as a friend and you want to help them it's totally up to you yeah um and then if they refuse those opportunities then they still their have fate. yeah they still have blocks they need to get over so jess anything else on this question just remember that opportunity is not a lengthy visitor and good fortune like bad is fleeting and also never wear mauve at a ball or pink or open your mouth and the harder they get, the better to have. Ah! And the greatest prize can often lie at the end of the thorniest path. And you can never love nobody's child as much as you love your own. Okay, the whole time we were talking, were you looking all these up? Or are these all <laughs> things that you have memorized? As soon as you said, opportunity is not a lengthy visitor, I thought of <sighs> Into the Woods. I'm so mad, but also so pleased. Delaney did her signature, stop, to you. I did. <laughs> and I feel betrayed. <laughs> I've done Into the Woods so many times that I just have those memorized. Of course you did. Of course you did. The harder to get, the better to have. Exactly. I was Rapunzel's Prince and I also directed it. It was the- You know what I just said getting into my car the other day? Not for any specific reason. We don't know, but tell us. But just because I wanted to. I I said to myself, (laughs) I was raised to be charming, not sincere. I know that's Cinderella's Prince, but still. But still. I think about it all the time. Rapunzel's prince has no lines that are worthwhile. He's just like the worst prince. He's, just, he's the worst of the princes. Well, I mean, Cinderella's prince Cinderella's cheated. Right. So, Oh, that's true. So you were the better so prince. So did Rapunzel's prince. Oh, that's right. What? 
Because they in, in Act 2, they find Snow White and Sleeping Beauty. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Do they... Except I was just, like, given a free pass when she got murdered. That's true. Do you think that they married them or just, like, had a fling with Snow White and Sleeping Beauty? Either way, they're I don't probably going to cheat the on The harder to wake, the better the half, so... That's true, yeah. Songs! Songs! <laughs> So I picked you and me, but mostly me from the Book of Mormon. But mostly me (laughs) are gonna change the world forever. Cause I can do most anything, and I can stand next to you and watch. (laughs) Every Um, hero needs a sidekick. Every captain needs a mate. Ain't I? I. Every uh, and every dinner needs a side dish on a slightly smaller plate. And now we're seeing eye to eye. Yeah, anyway. Yeah, so. Uh, it's a great, we can <laughs> agree. If you guys were to do a duet, who would be the mostly me? I think me. Oh, wait, no, I, I'd be, You'd, you would be the mostly I me. I would be the mostly me. Yeah, in and terms I'd be of the character. sidekick. Yeah, I could pull oh. off that comedic role. Yeah, yeah. I'd be yeah, the sidekick. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 I think so. Yeah. Yeah. But I think this song just kind of fits your situation as it stands right now. It doesn't mean that that it's going to stay that way. And also, I'm not assuming that you're Mormon. You might be, (laughs) but I'm not assuming anything. Did you just assume my religion? How dare you? Stop. That's three. (laughs) We're keeping tabs now. Um, so yeah, you and me, but mostly me from Book of Mormon. Nice. Let's do ours. I picked You Can Do Better Than Him from Bonnie and Clyde. It just has that idea of like, you get to choose what you want, but also like, I think I know better. So it's that kind of thing of um, Bonnie, <laughs> excuse you. I'm so sorry. Thank you. I apologize. Uh, Bonnie's making her own choices and like finding her her way in life. And there's this person going, oh, well, <laughs> You can do better. Like, I know better. Like, you can do better than him. Blah, 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 blah. Or you could flip it and be like, hey, you can do better than this person that's keeping you behind. So. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I've switched mine a little bit here, but mine is if I didn't believe in you from the last five years. If I didn't, didn't believe in Okay. You. That's so funny that you say that because um, I'm assistant directing the last five years and auditions for the last five years are tomorrow oh good luck thank you i mean i just gotta sit there and watch yeah but you can only hear still hurting so many oh, times before you pick literally <laughs> that song i jamie is old stop and jamie is gone um we make jokes about jason robert brown well we've made a joke about jason robert brown um because when when uh we had our our friend evan rogers on he thought a song he thought uh climbing uphill was from legally blonde and i was yeah. like Yikes. oh i bet jason robert brown would that love would have hurt his feet. i met jason robert brown mm. um, i think his i forgot about this voice, story i think his singing voice sounds like he has he's eating food and then singing through it. <laughs> Oh, I can never not hear that now. And that's Thank the you. meanest thing Why I've ever said this? about anybody. So and it's now when on I a met, podcast. When I met Jason Robert Brown, I, he it was when I saw Bridges of Madison County live, and I was like standing there waiting um, next to the pit for him to him to look at me and sign my program. And I was thinking about all these things I was going to say. And my friend at the time had ta- had taken me for my birthday, and I was like going to tell him that he was he was my birthday present and like all of this <laughs> stuff. And I was like thinking about all these things, and then he he looked at me. And the thing that came out of my mouth was, sup, JRB? <laughs> Fantastico! 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 I'm not even kidding. So I looked at him and I said, sup, JRB? And he looked at me and he sized me up and he went, sup? And then he put his <laughs> hand out and I thought he was putting it out for a handshake. So I, just like a regular like, uh-huh. oh, yes, we are Americans, handshake. And I went and I was stick it in. I'm an, stick it in. an American. And I went to shake his hand. And then he did like a bro handshake. <laughs> like he straight up. He just went for it, did a little pound it, an explosion, all that stuff. And I looked at him like my world had just shattered. And then he went, so what's your name? <laughs> and then went right back to signing my program. I I I, I would say I'll Incredible. never forget that, but I obviously did because I went. Oh, I I met him. So, uh, but yeah. Hey, do you want to talk about that song that you you said probably like twenty minutes ago? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I did have a awkward um Jason Robert Brown interaction as well. <gasps> oh, this one was on Twitter. It's nowhere near as cool. Oh, so well. don't don't get too excited. Um, I drunkenly one night just like tweeted him along with a bunch of other famous people. And I said, make a rhyme about my name. (laughs) And I wake up the next morning and he's like, Jess, you're a mess. God bless. 
Oh, I think you I think that has that? the same energy as my interaction yeah. with him where you're like, ah, oh, this is going to be funny. He's probably not going to respond. And then he did. And and he did not disappoint. And you did deserve that. You're a mess. <laughs> That's amazing. I am. Uh, I love that right. we just have guests on and then insult them. Yeah. That's our that's our Can deal. I talk about my yeah. song? Oh yeah. What, oh yeah, what song did you say again? We're a mess. Um if I didn't believe yeah. in you oh, from right. the last five years, don't we get to be happy, Kathy, at some point down the line? Don't we get to relax without some new tourists to get, push me it further for you? If I'm cheering on your side, Kathy, why can't you support mine? Why do I have to feel I committed some fa- felony doing what I always swore I could do? No one can give you courage, no one can thicken your skin. I will not fail so you can be comfortable, Kathy. I will not lose just because you can't win. A perfect song choice. Which, yeah. Which fits that moment like that they're dealing with. It's like, yeah, it's a real dick thing to say in the middle of that show. Right. But in the context of their story, that works really well. Yeah, yeah no, In the does. context of any relationship between two artists where it's always going to be a little bit competitive. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. a million percent. success is so chancy um, in the arts <laughs> that, yeah, it, it, yeah, that's a great pick. That's a great pick. And my secondary pick was Golden Palace from Now Hear This. I'm not Which familiar. is an amazing song that everyone should listen to. Okay. One of my favorites in musical theater. Okay. I don't... It's from Now Hear This? Yeah. I don't know H-E-R-E. That. Okay. Okay. Same one as um, That Makes Me Hot from the last song. Okay. Oh, love it. From the last oh, song. Oh, right. Because right, yeah, yeah, you yeah. said... Yeah. Um... Oh my gosh, did we do it? We did it. We did it, Jess. I was here. I did we it. Did it. <laughs> this was, it's all me. This was it's all me. I'm the, making, the host guys. of the show now. We all did it. What did you say? I'm the host of the show now. <laughs> yeah, Timmy Gibbler is is taking over the full house. <laughs> Isn't that what the sequel show's about? I've never no. seen it. Oh. Fuller House? I thought it, she like moves in. Yeah. That's why the house is full. She does. She does. Oh. Does, she and, does she and DJ get married? That's the no, goal. No, no, no. No, um, the she has a daughter and then she gets pregnant. It's it's weird. It's a weird oh, gosh. show. Why did I watched the first e- the w- first episode, the first season, and I don't even remember it. Like I don't remember anything that happens, and I watched all of it. That's how I hate watched the entire series, and it's terrible. And I loved every second. <laughs> of course, of course, of course. Um, thank you so much, Jess. This has literally been so very very nice. Yes. that's I can do better. Thank you. <laughs> Back from one. We hold ourselves to very high standards. So, so nice. <laughs> no, we're leaving it. That's it. That's the one. We're keeping it. Um, uh, we've we've thoroughly enjoyed this, and you have given great advice and great songs, and uh, you're almost better at this than we are. We hope you have enjoyed your time here. Oh yeah, I cancer laughed all the way through it. Uh, I I I will say too, if you've enjoyed Jess being on our show, check us out on his show right now. Ah. We have. We're posting at the same time so if this if you're listening to this episode then the other episode is already up and also check out his show just in general oh my gosh yeah it's musicals great. with cheese it's so fun um and just just enjoy yeah um would you like to Mus- oh. musical theater podcasters supporting each other we need Hell more yes we do where, where the rest of you where Hit us up. If you haven't checked him out yet, check him out. Musicals with Cheese on um, Apple Podcasts. Do you have it other places? All over. Stitcher, all the Stitcher, Spodca- Spotify, all that places. All Spodcast? Yep. Spodcast. Um, Spodcast. I'm starting my own business called Spodcast. Would you like to plug any of your uh, social media, Jess? Um, yes, I'm on Instagram, at Jesse McNally. There is an E in that. Uh, that's my distinction between my internet world and my real world. It's a weird Beautiful. thing, but yeah, that's what it is. As well as Twitter there. Yeah, that's all I. That's all that she wrote um, on me. <laughs> and what's your uh, What's your <laughs> podcast uh handle um it's at cheesy musicals on twitter and at musicals with cheese on instagram noise uh i'm aaron chalakian you can find me on instagram at at aaron underscore chalakian that's c-h-o-l-a-k-i-a-n and i'm on twitter at aaron cho styles and i'm delaney j peterson on instagram and underscore delaney joyce on twitter this is someone else's problem the podcast you can find us on instagram and twitter at someone else show and our email is someone else show at gmail.com on our instagram and twitter we have a link tree that will take you to our google forum where you can ask us questions or our most recent episode and please write us a review if you listen on apple podcasts we really appreciate it we also like reading them and posting them on our instagram stories so thank you jess you're a mess oh thank you guys god bless <laughs> thank you jason robert brown 
Oh, that man writes such great poetry. CBS? Mm -hmm. (laughs) All right. Okay, bye. (laughs) Bye. Wow, seeing that in real life was so different. (laughs) Isn't it grosser than you think it is? No, like, it's grosser when you just have the audio alone. Like, seeing it with the human, it's like, oh, a human made that noise.